Good morning. This morning we have the opportunity to celebrate baptism together. It's a celebration of the fact that God is building His kingdom here. It's a celebration of the fact that God has been faithful. And so today, as we celebrate together, we're going to hear stories of how God has been at work uh, in people's lives, and they bring praise and honor and glory to our Savior, Jesus Christ. We're going to begin this morning uh, our baptisms. We have four of them we'll be uh, sharing in. This is Kennedy Kerr, and she's going to share a testimony with us. Hi, my name is Kennedy, and I'm here today getting baptized to show God that I trust his plan for my life. I accepted Jesus into my heart when I was five, and I've heard from him many times over the past 10 years. Honestly, trusting him was easy in elementary school, as I've had a very blessed life and have had many prayers answered just the way I've wanted them to be. Over the last couple of years, however, I have, have had some disappointments in which I've had to make a choice to trust God's plan for me, even though I wanted something different. Looking back now, I see how these disappointments were actually blessings from God to grow my relationship with Him. So, in order to show God that I trust Him fully with His plan for my life, I've decided to be baptized. A verse that is an encouragement to me is Jeremiah 29, 11-13. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Then you will call upon me and come and pray with me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. These verses are a reminder to me that even when I don't understand God's plan for me, I know that it's ultimately for my benefit and for his glory. Amen. Kennedy, my dear sister, have you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Yes. And do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and promise to follow Christ and Christ alone? Yes. Because of your testimony of faith, my sister, it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with him in the likeness of death, raised again in the likeness of new life. This is Amy Schoonover, and she's also going to share testimony. When I was 16, I accepted Jesus Christ into my heart. For several years, I knew that I believed in God and accepted him into my life, but I didn't know what that meant. I drifted far away from him for the next 10 to 12 years, making selfish decisions and trying to control my own life and my own direction of where I was headed. I began digging into a lot of worldly things to try to fill my voids. I tried to impress everyone that I met, suffered consequences of worldly decisions that I made and hurt the people that were closest to me. I continued to feel empty and I just kept searching in all the wrong places. About two years ago, I faced some unexplained health issues that were deeply rooted in stress. I was quickly brought to my knees once again, but this time I couldn't get myself out of it and I didn't have the energy to try and control the situation. This was the starting point of me truly relying on Christ and him lifting the veil. 
Over the last two years, I have had to face some heavy things that I had deep in my heart. I have had to grieve, slow down, give up, and most of all, let go. Through a period of great suffering, God was stripping me of my past and healing me for my future. I began searching for a mentor and Christian women that I could follow and learn from. I think God was excited that I was finally listening because he brought some amazing Christian women into my life. He brought me a mentor, the women from Apples of Gold, and new Christian women in my Bible study that I got to grow with. I learned what it meant to have a relationship with God, to talk to him daily, and to know him. For the first time in my life, I feel beautiful from the inside out. I feel a peace in my heart where Jesus now resides, leads, loves, and guides. I am finally able to walk in a way where I have peace with God and know that I have been forgiven and washed clean of my past. By his wounds, I have been healed. All of my wrongs have been swallowed up in the right that Jesus has done and every wrong that has been done to him. I am thankful for the suffering in which God has shaped me into the woman I am today, his bride, his daughter, and his friend. Today I'm excited to get baptized, not to look behind me, but rather to look ahead to all of the blessings this life will bring. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound, that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. Christ is enough for me. Amy, have you placed your faith in Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and promise to follow Christ and Christ alone? Yes. On the basis of the testimony of, you, of <clears throat> on your testimony, it is my privilege to baptize you, my sister, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with him in likeness to death. Raised again to new life. This is Emma Mangioni, and she's also going to share her testimony. Hi, my name is Emma Mangioni, and I'm 13 years old, and today I will share with you my testimony. I was born in Alaska in a Christian family and asked Jesus to forgive me when I was four at VBS in our church there, but it was not until I was seven years old when I truly understood what it meant to trust Christ as my Savior. I understood that I am a sinner and that I deserve punishment. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. He gave me an amazing gift, eternal life. I have been thinking about baptism a lot in the past year, but didn't really understand why I need to be baptized till the lesson about baptism that was taught on a Wednesday night last month. I realized that baptism is a symbol of being a Christian. When man and woman fall in love, they don't have to get married to love each other, but they have a wedding ceremony to show everyone that they are willing to stay with each other through sickness and in health until death. I don't have to get baptized to stay a Christian. Rather, I want to get baptized to show the whole world that I, I have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Since I accepted Jesus as my Savior, I have learned to be thankful for what he has done for me and what I have on this earth. I try to study my Bible and be diligent in prayer and grow in the Lord through sermons and lessons at church. I try to find opportunities to witness to my friends and family. I also try to trust Jesus, Jesus in my everyday life. Amen.
Emma, have you received the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? Yes. Do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and promise to follow Christ and Christ alone? Yes. On the basis of your testimony of faith, it is my privilege to baptize you, my sister, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with him in likeness to death, raised again in the likeness of new life. This is my daughter, Grace, and she's going to share a testimony. Hi, my name is Grace. I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior when I was five. I learned to pray, and I went to church. I lived as I should for the most part. Then two years ago, I began to deal with fear. Everywhere I turned, it was there. I tried every way to get rid of it except to pray. I tried not thinking about it, but nothing worked. I did not tell anyone because I was afraid. I tried to look good on the outside, but on the inside I was hurt, empty, and broken. This went on for a year. Anything could scare me, and I was unable to let it go. School was hard, but with fear, it was really bad. Not a day went by where I did not deal with fear. This past summer, I went to a Christian camp. While I was there, my fear was just not there, so I figured it would not come back. I came back still in the summer, and it was not bad, just a few minor fears. But as I started school in September, I was hit with it again. It was a couple weeks later when I had heard about giving your sicknesses to God. My first thought was, I'm not sick. But as I listened, I heard God saying, you are sick, sick with fear. And as I was walking home from school the next day, I gave my fear to him. And now I can stand up here and say he has cured me from that type of fear. A verse that helps me is Psalm 31.2. Turn your ear to me, come quickly to my rescue. Be my rock of refuge, a strong fortress to save me. And I want to be baptized today to show what God has done in my life and to publicly show that I give my life to him. Grace, have you accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? Yes. And do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and promise to follow Christ and Christ alone? Yes. Because of your testimony of faith, my daughter and my sister, it is my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with him in likeness to death, raised again to new life. This is Brianna the Domina, and she's going to share a word. Wilderness, the feeling that you're alone, alone and completely lost in life, even when you're surrounded by your friends and family. I have been lost in the wilderness for far too long. Coincidentally, the first time I had been to Calvary Church in a long time, Pastor Jim preached on the wilderness and what the wilderness feels like. He used words like frightened, scared, alone, and lost. Although I had my friends and family, I still felt like I was drowning in the feeling of the wilderness. It didn't make sense to me until one day I realized that you can have all the relationships in the world, but if you do not have a relationship with Jesus, you will never feel whole or be complete. I grew up going to church with my family on a regular basis, but never truly understood anything or felt Jesus' presence in my life. I had two very strong Christian parents, but did not understand what they felt or why they had such a strong faith. 
I stopped going to church throughout my teenage and early college years. I never got anything out of it and felt like I was simply just checking it off my checklist. During those years, I partied and experienced what seemed to be the dream life. I faced spiritual warfare daily. I tried to cover up the pain of my parents' divorce when I was little, pains of breakups and backstabbings, and all the hurt in between. I'd fake the smile and pretend that everything was fine when really I was being eaten inside by pain and hurt. I would occasionally try to pray, but I never felt like God was hearing me and, would, and I would give up. If this so-called God could not even help me, then how could anyone else? I eventually started to become mentally and physically exhausted in loneliness and struggled to figure out my life. I started to pray because I had no idea what else to do. Growing up, I was taught that God would guide and lead you through every situation, and I decided to give this whole Christian thing another try. Having very few Christians made it extremely hard to dive back into the Christian family life. I started to attend college, college ministry alone on Thursday nights. One night, there was a guest speaker, and he talked about asking God into your life and invited us to come up to the front of the stage if we were interested. I felt the obligation to go up, but I was terrified. I barely knew anyone in this church and did not want to go up alone. I felt something tell me that I needed to go up to the front. Still terrified, I finally gathered enough courage to go up to the stage and instantly broke down. I asked God to have someone pray for me and told him that I was ready to accept him into my heart. It seemed like everyone around me had someone praying over them, and I was still left with no one praying over me. I prayed out to God again and asked for someone to please pray over me. However, no one ended up coming up to me. I went back to my seat after the service and put my coat on getting ready to leave. Oddly enough, my best friend from kindergarten, who I have not seen since I was eight years old, came up to me, gave me a hug, and the first thing she said was, I want, to know, I want you to know that I was praying for you. Knowing that God heard me and finally answered me was one of the main turning points in my faith. Sydney, my kindergarten best friend, is now my mentor and leader of the small group I am in and attend weekly. I also attend Calvary every Sunday and continually to strengthen my relationship with God. As my relationship with God continues to grow, I am beyond ready to take the next step in my faith and to become baptized. I am so ready to come out of the wilderness and to be found, to be renewed with the Spirit of God, and to see what He has in store for me. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and to not harm you, plans to give you hope in a future. Amen. Amen. Brianna, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ alone for your salvation? Yes. And do you renounce Satan, this world system, and your own fleshly desires and commit to follow him all the days of your life? Yes. With that testimony, my sweet sister, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with him. In his likeness and raised in him in newness of life. This is Annette Ruza, and Annette's also going to share a word of testimony with us this morning. My name is Annette Ruza. Calvary has been my church for almost one year. Although my husband and I were in Grand Rapids many times through many years because our daughter and grandchildren lived here. As a result, we had the privilege of hearing many wonderful sermons at Calvary Church and found them very inspiring. 
I have called myself a Christian all of my life. I was born into a Catholic family and accepted the teachings of the church and never questioned any of the rules or doctrine. I was baptized as a baby, confirmed as a young girl. I attended catechism classes, and I knew about God, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Ghost. I did have a fear of God, and maybe that wasn't all bad because that helped to keep me on a narrow path. If I sinned, I went to confession and was sorry for whatever I had done. In my early 40s, there was a family crisis that ultimately brought me somewhat closer to Christ. At about the same period of time, there was a renewal movement going on in the church, and thanks to a close cousin, I started attending prayer meetings, Bible studies, and having a real interest in reading the Bible. Christ was drawing me in, and some of my experiences were things that I did not fully understand. I began to put family problems in the hands of Jesus for the first time. Our four beautiful children gave their hearts to Christ in early adulthood. They are born-again Christians, and I am sure that it had some effect on me. I started thinking about rules, doctrines, and the church I had spent a lifetime in. When I was in Florida last year, I responded to an altar call with my heart and soul. After that, I felt it was time to follow the path Christ was calling me to. The boundless reservoir of grace the Lord gives us is unbelievable. It has been a long road of clinging to the old, and finally, at 82 years of age, accepting Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. It is one thing to know about Christ, and quite another to know him as my personal Savior for the rest of my days. And I just want to read one scripture reading that uh, means a lot to me because it came from a very good friend and mentor, and I love it. Psalm 91, 1 and 2. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Amen. And Annette, my sweet sister, do you personally know Jesus Christ as your Savior and your Lord? Yes. And do you renounce Satan, this world system, and your own fleshly desires and commit to follow him all the days of your life? Yes. With that testimony, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with him in the likeness of his faith, and raised in newness of life. You did it.